Hello and welcome to the Three Guys Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Ben. I'm Dixon. Dixon. Dixon? On the left. On the left. Always on the left. The far left. And we just got back from seeing Riddick. Um, I want to say this movie has a subtitle. I think it's Fear the Dark, but the movie itself... I think that's probably just the movie tagline. Yeah, I don't think that's an actual uh, uh, subtitle. This is like Rocky Balboa, you know? This is like there's Rocky... Rocky 2, Rocky 3, Rocky 4, Rocky 5, Rocky Balboa. Yeah. This is Riddick. This is just Riddick. Uh, it's the next entry in Vin Diesel's Riddick franchise. Yeah, supposedly he's wanted to get this movie made for a long time, to the point where he was willing to uh, gamble his house on it. Really? Yeah, that's what I heard. Like he put, like he's like, I, I basically basically bet everything on this movie being successful. Ooh, I bet that was a poor choice. Well, I don't know about that, but we'll get into that. Ah. Uh, to come, this would be the fourth movie in the franchise. I think there's been th- at least three games. There I'm has thinking four. There has been two games. Three if you count that Flash game that we found That's out about. That's what I'm about. thinking about, yeah. Uh, three if you count that. There were the two feature films, uh, Pitch Black, Chronicles of Riddick, and now just Riddick. And then there was the animated uh, Dark Fury, which was done by... I can't remember the name of the animator, but the guys that did Aeon Flux and Phantom 2049. If you haven't or seen... 2039? I think it's 2040. Yeah. 2049, 2040. Can't remember... I like the series a lot. I'm a big fan. fan. Yeah, Phantom. you don't know the name. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. Uh, I have a movie on VHS somewhere, okay? VHS. <laughs> I still have VHS movies. I know, so do I. I have a VHS player still. Uh, we'll From talk about to the cottage. But yes, this is the next installment in that in the franchise, which again, he's like, said he wanted to continue after Chronicles of Riddick, but it just never happened, which is strange. I thought the movie was popular. Hmm. Uh, in Riddick... Uh, Riddick ends up on another deserted planet, uh, being betrayed by his empire. Shock and surprise. Yeah. Carl Urban's token appearance. Carl Urban. It doesn't even seem like he he might not have even had anything to do with it. I don't know that he did. He probably did. He might not have, but it's just like had some time. He's not touched ne- upon his betrayal. It just happens. Yeah. If we'll talk about that later. Uh, so it, Carl Urban's lackey. This dude with a messed up face whose name I can't remember. It's like Crone. Crone, yeah, I think it Crone. is. Leaves him for dead on a deserted planet that he says is Furion. Well, he was going to kill him. He was going to kill him, but you don't kill Riddick that easily. No, because he kind of put himself in a position where you couldn't get him. So he kind of blows this he piece left, of cliff he, he there. He leaves him on the planet. He, he leaves him for dead on a, yeah. a seemingly deserted planet. And that's pretty much the, the plot of the movie, uh... Riddick is surviving on this desert planet for a long time without anybody on it. He kind of interacts with the, the local Wild. fauna or flora. Fauna. Fauna's fauna. animals. Yes. Yeah. The local fauna, which actually has a big impact on the movie. It does. Mm-hmm. Up until bounty hunters come looking for him. Although, to be fair, he calls them. He lures them to get off the planet because he knows something bad's coming. Yeah. Which I think is foreshadowed in the movie with like the hieroglyphics. And the stuff on the walls, I'm pretty like it seems like it's foreshadowed. It does seem like it's decently foreshadowed, but we never get a good long look. Especially the creatures are foreshadowed, which yes. oh, yeah. was an interesting choice. Because they never left the water. Yeah. But then you see the storm so, coming. So he least... lures them to the planet, and we get two ships. We get two ships. One with yeah. a bunch of generically named, generically named Mexican dudes. Diaz, Santiago, Vargas, or Vargas, I think was one of them too. Yeah. Alejandro. I think Alejandro was one of them. No, I, I, I don't think so. I'm just saying that. They do have no. They do have that. Uh, they do have that one kid, <laughs> the younger okay. one, 
who's not Mexican, and he's who's like, yeah. like the religious one, which you figure he would be Mexican because that's generally the stereotype. But yeah. shame on us. Shame on us for assuming stereotypes. Yeah. His name wasn't Finley either. He wasn't Irish. So I don't actually remember his name. I think they mentioned it once. Didn't really. Yeah, they, they, they called him Kid a lot because he was clearly good the luck charm. Yeah, they just kind of gave him nicknames. They don't call him both. And then one of a bunch of more professional-looking guys in matching uniforms. Which yeah. is a plot point. A silly one, I think, but everything about this movie is a little silly, I think, when you get right down to it. Yeah. Uh, so we won't go any further than that, but if you've seen the trailer, that's basically the idea of it. It's... I, I was thinking about the best way to describe this film to someone who hadn't seen a trailer... It's but to someone who had seen the other two movies or someone who hadn't? It would have to be someone who hadn't seen the other two movies uh, because it's basically... It's half pitch black if you threw it in the Chronicles of Riddick. It has the, kind of. It has a very epic, classical sci-fi feel to it. Yeah. Mixed in with like the gritty, kind of realistic tone of pitch black. But fortunately... So it's, kind of, it's kind of a bit of both, but leaning toward, more towards pitch black. Well, which is actually kind of good because I thought from the trailer the whole movie would be pitch black style but with different creatures and while the film does become that for the last act it doesn't stay there I thought it was going to be that from act two onward yeah which unfortunately didn't yeah very different focus in this movie than than the other two like the first what I'd have to say like 20 minutes there's the, the first 10 minutes for sure there's it's Vin Diesel interacting with, with and not saying anything for the most part well, no, he talks a lot in his head. Okay, but it's yeah. but it's just him. By, it's him surviving. It's him by, surviving by himself. By himself, I can't even speak. Surviving, by himself, planning, like scavenging. Yeah. He he rolled twenty on all the survival checks, more or less. Yeah, with, yeah. He, he got his animal companion, so he's good. Yeah, which which, which was the best character in the whole movie. Yeah. He was a very likable character. That Tasmanian tiger, Dingo dog. Dongo. Oh, yeah, that's what they ended up calling him, Dingo Dongo. I don't know if. That's the actual name of it, or if they just kind of. I, I think that's just. I'm going to assume that's just the, the name they give it to it. That's yeah. what Batista calls it. Yes, Batista, <laughs> who actually, uh, I'm going to be honest, he survived a lot longer than I thought he did. Mm. I thought there was going to be a twist in this movie with that character, but there wasn't. No. So. Which is probably for the best, I think. Nothing against uh, Batista's acting or anything like that. I just I think it's simpler for him to play a big and mean tough guy. Because that's kind of what he's always done. Yeah, he, yeah. They didn't need to be nuanced. Him. I thought like, I kind of thought when he didn't shoot the dog, that he actually had like a heart of gold. He had a heart of gold, or that he had contacts on that he couldn't see very well because he was a Furian. But Furians don't have that eye thing. No, that's which, a, which that's, I thought they did, but they don't. They that's don't. That's kind of a confusing point. Riddick specifically had it done to himself, but yeah. it's not something they normally have. Because it's yeah. weird, because at one point, I think in Chronicles of Riddick, they mention, like, he has the eyes of Furin, which I guess maybe doesn't mean the, 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 that might the UV mean, job. It means the... The shine job. It means, no. like, the look he gives. Yeah. Yeah, he's got he's got that intense there to him. I was actually worried for a second they actually had taken him to Furin. I was just like, what a dump. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's like, oh, that would have been, like, hilarious. It's like, no, this is Furian. Yeah. Like, it, what would you expect? It's sun, sand, death. Works Where do you think for... your people came from? Why do you think they're hardcore badasses? <laughs> we, we only ever see two in the whole franchise. Hmm. One in a pseudo-flashback that they still haven't really explained. No, no, you see the other one. Well, There's well, one in Chronicles of Riddick. Yeah, that's, that's the flashback you want. The it's girl? Not, it's not a, no. Well, I guess no, you, no, no. It's not a flashback. It's The guy. Of... There's a guy, Furian. 
Oh yeah, the and he's kind Bruce Wayne's dad. And he's like tough, really. No, like, I'm serious. The guy who plays Bruce Wayne's dad in uh, the Dark Knight, mm-hmm. where the Batman Begins, is the dude who was a necromonger. He's actually a Furian. So you're right. I forgot about he was actually. A finally enough, I'm gonna make this point right now because you brought up Batman. This this is like the Dark Knight. Or I mean, okay, sorry. Chronicles of Riddick is like the Dark Knight in this movie. This is like the Dark Knight Rises. In that the first two movies of the franchise are very connected and are very similar, like are very similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. The middle one is kind of standalone. Chronicles of Riddick, you would say, is very standalone. Yes, Chronicles of Riddick stands alone from Pitch Black, and so does the second. The Dark Knight stands alone from Batman Begins and the Dark That's Knight fair. Rises. That's yeah. fair. Uh, so we'll get, we'll just start into the uh, that we've gone past the plot stuff. I actually thought this film was paced really well. Again, I was really worried we were going to get just a Pitch Black. Uh, two, Electric Boogaloo. But fortunately, we didn't get that, and I actually thought that, you know, I was worried at first, I was like, oh, here's this slow section where it's just, it's him versus nature. And this is cool for a little while, but I don't know, it, it just, it didn't work for me at first, but as it went on, I actually couldn't really like it. I thought it was actually, the movie was paced really well. When it was... Yeah, what they set up is actually very good. Like, him with the, with the dog, Dingo Dongo thing is actually pretty, uh, pretty good, and, and him fighting that creature... Yeah. Is actually important because I'm going to spoil Pitch Black. Yeah. I'm going to spoil Pitch Black. So basically, land on this planet. Of death. Of death. There's a bunch of them. And it's like, okay, we got Riddick. It's all good. And the sun goes out. And it turns out on this planet that there's two suns. That once every however long, there's a total eclipse. And these horrible, like, not pterodactyl creatures, the Han Fong pterodactyl creatures, come out and kill everything on the planet. They'll kill. Mm. Yeah. This movie, there's a very similar thing, but it's almost anti-spoiled for you. Because I showed it in the Because they introduce, like, this creature very early, and you don't think anything of it. You're like, oh, you got past that. Yeah, it seems like something completely incidental, but it becomes the focus creature later on. Which is kind of neat how they did that. Yeah, it's it's, it's well put together, I, I cannot lie. Uh, I, I, I liked, I liked, I liked that bit of it, and, uh... I did like the creature's design as well. We'll kind of segue to that since we're talking about the creatures. Mm. Uh, I did like the, the creature in question. It, it's Looking at it, it's, it's, it is silly. It's very classic sci-fi looking. Like They yes, had this in Prometheus. They had it like in Star Trek. They well, had, like, it, like it's the eye stock coming out of the water, basically. Well, it's yeah. not necessarily an eye stock. It might be a nose. We're, yeah. we're undecided as to what it actually it's that, was. It's like Lord of the Rings, you know? It's the, it's the, it's the watcher in the deep. Yeah. yeah. There's like this thing coming out of the water. It's basically like a claw with a... With a, a barb it, in the middle. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's like pincers. a poison barb. Yeah, like pincers. Yeah. Well, no, like pincers claw, same shit. Yeah. With it, like, uh, horn, in the middle there. It might there. be a horn in this case. We, well, that's true. It depends on where it is and how you put the anatomy. Yeah. yeah. But it seems like it has two eye sockets, but I don't know. Me and Tyler... Look at it, and then and it seems to breathe from there. When Riddick is having to stare down with, he's staring it right in the tail. Yeah. And but it's got like air coming out of it. So I see. I think that's a nose, because how would it? All right, sorry. I think it's an eyes, eyes, because how would it see its prey? And then it seems like its bottom bit is blind. Well, not blind, but its its eyes are up there. Maybe it's both. Maybe that is the entirety of its face, except for its mouth. Maybe that's its sensory organ. Whatever it is. Well, see, I was thinking that maybe it's more like a snake. It, it does it through sense of smell. Maybe it smells the yeah, creature but through that. It, yeah. But regardless, it's, it is an interesting looking creature. Yeah. I do I did like it at the beginning. 
I think when you see a lot of them together, it's kind of like, okay, these... And they, they roll places, which you don't realize till later. Yeah. It's very they strange. Roll. It's strange to watch these scorpions. Like a droidica from the, 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 yeah. the Star Wars trilogy. They, they, yeah. It, it, Fortunately, we never get this obnoxiously silly shot of them rolling into stuff. No, you just see one coming, no. like, from the side of the... So the side of the shot it comes in and it hears it for like a second that it like leaps. you hear it roll yeah yeah or even then like the like the big focus one when they do in the beginning there you see that big roll when he jumps out of the water yeah like that's, flip roll that's thing. different yeah but that's that, like uncoiling that is uncoiling yeah, not really I mean the tail is up there and then all of a sudden like it jump it well it flipped yeah. over well that was neat it was kind of neat but it was kind of ridiculous too because it's then, like okay there's like how how did it even do that like its body just must be really Doesn't strong. Seem... It did look like it was. It was those things were. It drags itself out of the water. Maybe. It's only got two hands. It would ha- two arms. It would have to be strong. Legs. Whatever. Two it's appendages. Got, it's two appendages and and, and and a tail, face. Nose. Tail. Neck. Nose. <laughs> Something. Yeah. No, it's gonna look like a skull attached to a torso. It could be Probably. a torso. It's. It's it's not as weird as we're making it sound. It's just when you. It's very hard to describe. When you see, I, I, I sort of envision like a scorpion, almost, really, like, almost like almost like if you took a lion, like a manticore, stripped out the goat, and like, no, no, you got to describe a manticore. No. no, take like a person, just take a person, make them walk, crawl on their arms, but but taper their their legs into like a tail and have it like positioned over its head with a face on it. Yeah, like no, that that's like it's. That's what it is. It's an interesting creature. It definitely doesn't look like the ones from the original um, Pitch Black. It doesn't look like the not pterodactyl things. Which um, I think no. is good because I think those were limited for... Because those were all CG back in the day and back when Pitch Black came out. This was all CG as well. Well, these were, I'm not saying that yeah. I'm not saying this is better practical. I'm just saying you could tell where CG is aged. I think they were done that way purposely back then to be kind of nondescript, mm-hmm. to be kind of vague looking and... To be sleek and I'll, I'll put this like uh, uninteresting because they're basically a you, you've you've seen Pitch Black yeah, they're they're basically shiny silver death yeah with you very little see, distinguishing you see face. them from like Riddick's point of view yeah. and he does get up close to one but it's it's relatively featureless on its face um, what did you guys think of the CG in this movie and the effects it wasn't bad there was a couple times there it it was blaringly obvious because it didn't. It didn't quite line up. When he grabs that one thing's neck? Yeah, when he grabs know. that one thing, it looked not bad for the first couple seconds, but then it shifted a little bit. Because his hand's not moving? Up. Yeah. And, and it's not like he's because he's got an iron grip, it's because like, this thing is moving when we're like it, it. Yeah. Yeah, you can see the creature moving more than it should around the, uh, the, the was. scorpion. I'm going to call it like, a scorpion creature. Yeah. For its modus operandi there. Yeah. The scorpion creature, uh, the first one you see. Doesn't look too bad, actually. When you see a lot of them, they're not as good looking, obviously, because there's a lot. But I think the strength is they hide it with the environmental effects. Yeah, it's yeah. always it's always very dark, and, and it's you raining. Only, it's, and it's raining, lightning. and you only really see them in the flashes of lightning. Which yeah. is which was good. I really like that. Yeah. Yes, it, it was. It, well, it it works to keep these like okay, we know what they look like already, but there's no reason to show them again. Yeah, not yeah. really. No. You just need to show that there's masses of them. Oh yes. And then um, there was the dog. I just want to touch briefly on the dog because yeah. it. If you're interested in knowing what this creature looks like, um, go Google a Tasmanian tiger. Is it called? Yeah. A Tasmanian yeah. tiger. It's like that, but bigger. And kind of like a hyena yeah. as well. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit of a hyena there. It's got 
It's also got larger ears. It has too, those kind like of Anubis. A... Yeah. Um, I can't remember the name of those dogs. Jackal. Like a jackal, and there's a kind of a dog in Egypt too. It's probably descended from a jackal. Yeah. Um, Basenjis. Yeah. They kind of have those ears. Yeah. It's, it kind of reminds me of Marmaduke because of its face. <laughs> like kind of a Marmaduke looking thing. Well, the way it, yeah, it, it actually acted, with the size and sometimes how it acted. Yeah, it almost was. Yeah. But like it, it was a. Um, I don't want to say it was out of place. It grew up fast. But to be fair, dogs do grow up fast. Two years, and they're basically full size. Yeah, but we never get, we never get an indicator of how long Riddick was actually sitting on that. No, planet. that's true. Because I mean, there's you get them from a pup. And... There, there's kind of a jump cut in the movie where the, he he's got this dog. I don't know why he captures it. He just does. I assume he's saving it because the other two were dead and it was dying. Yeah, because he has a heart for animals. You in the other too. movies, he, like at least in two, he he made friends with those other dog things, which yeah, he, they're more like. I think they're called hellhounds, and they do kind of look like it. Yeah, they're like, like scaled, and they can change colors like chameleons. Yeah. Interesting. But he gets the dog, and he a, um, he keeps it in a cage, because, well, it's still a wild animal. And, he, and it's a little puppy. It is a little puppy. Yeah. Then he fights the scorpion thing, and the dog... He actually does leave the dog behind initially. I don't know that he was going back for it, but he did leave it behind. I think he was. Yeah, I think he's he going to clear there. the path and come yeah. back for it. Maybe. Because he was getting it ready. Yeah. To, to go through there. Long story short, once he takes up the scorpion creature, he climbs up the hill to the... Grasslands. The grasslands. And he's pulling something, and then a bigger version of this of this thing limbs out from behind him, and it's the same dog. And so there's not really any distinction of how long time has passed. No. Now, don't get me wrong, it's very clear that Riddick could survive here forever. Well, he seemingly. survived on the, in, in Chronicles Rick when they find him. He survived on that ice plant long enough to grow, like... Dreadlocks and (laughs) Yeah, I know. That was ridiculous. So he's a proven survivor, but they never really talk about how long it was. No, Mm -hmm. but to be fair, if you're by yourself in the middle of buttfuck nowhere surviving, would you really keep track of time? Oh, no. I'm not saying you should. I just, it's, you're from something this big to something that was up to Riddick's, like, chests. Yeah. Yeah. But it looked looked good. It was CG'd, but it looked good. Yeah. That one was actually very well done. It Considering was. how much you actually see of him, too, I I it's don't. The lighting remember. again. Yeah, he yeah. he, he doesn't look out of place though, which is which is which is yeah. No. Even when he reacts with them, it's very. It it's, looks I think very it's the good. shots too. I think they've learned not just how to make CG look better and how to use lighting on it, but how to shoot it. If that makes sense, it does. Yeah, because a lot of the shots they're shooting and. It looks bad when you're doing cheap movies. They'll have like a giant monster coming at you, and then they like shoot to the like they shoot to the guys like shoot blasting with the guns, and yeah. then shoot back to the monster and get like reacting. Yeah. This movie does that too, but it does it much better. It does. It's how you cut it. It is and how you shoot it. it. Yeah. Not cut it. I guess shoot it. It and also it also helps. Speaking of this notion, um, I I had what uh, Chronicles of Riddick has an issue with a few of its, its, its fights, in my opinion, that they're cut funny. Like this Robert Riddick in particular when he's fighting some necromancer, uh, necromancers or whatever they're called necromongers necromongers a lot of them are cuts that they're, they're quick cuts in the dark with flashing lights so it's kind of hard to see what they're doing uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing that works to Riddick's advantage you could store it a tell but it's a bit of a strain this movie fortunately doesn't do that because he doesn't really interact with the creatures the same way as he would have the, whereas Pitch Black, he's fight it's his him versus the monsters, and they're kind of just running. Yeah. In Chronicles of Riddick, he's fighting like warriors. He's fighting soldiers. He's fighting people. 
Oh, I know. And that's, that's why it, it almost doesn't bother me. That's this one, he doesn't really have any fight scenes with anybody. Like, he has, he, he he has a very be- quick one with Batista. Yes, yeah. he yeah. primarily spends the movie skulking and stalking, which, which I think works better for Riddick because of the kind of character he is. Yeah, well, he's a night stalker. He's, he's like he's like a he's, you know, he's, he's, he's like a rogue. He's a level twenty rogue. <laughs> level twenty rogue ranger. And I guess he's yeah. an animal companion now. Which kind of brings me to the point. Um, Vin Diesel is well known as kind of a D and D fan. He apparently wrote the foreword on like the dragon, like. The 20th anniversary of Dungeons and Dragons. The yeah. big coffee book. Yeah. Coffee table book. The, the conversation starter. Do you ever get the feeling that Riddick, because he put a lot of effort into keeping this character alive, do you ever get the feeling that Riddick is basically his D&D character on the screen? Oh, yeah. This reminds me a lot yeah. of Dark Sun. If you've ever seen uh, any of the Dark Sun like cover arts or artwork for it, it's all it's also done by a guy named, I think it's Braun. Or Brom, he's kind of famous, and he did a lot of Magic the Gathering stuff. But like, it's all desert planet. It's all bone armor and chitin and leather. Yeah. So it's that makes sense. Yeah, I just it's something I see because he looks like, like something out of like a Brom artwork. Yeah. It's, just, it's it's the way like, I could see. Like, this is not a, this is not a slam against D&D players. I am one of them. It's not anything. It's Vin Diesel. I do like the guy. It just it strikes me as that's how he would play his D and D character. You let him play a rogue that's like neutral, neutral, basically true neutral, really, or some version of that. This, uh, this is the, that's the character I see. This is him playing a rogue. Am I the one that feels that way? No, I, I, I think it. if you didn't play it, we wouldn't be saying that. That's probably true. If it had I been think like we're Stallone. just alone. Yeah. We're just emphasizing that. Like right, Stallone Riddick would have been funny. But it is <laughs> nice how he just kind of skulks around. I. I think, it's, know, I think it's and better. And it plays mind games with them. Yeah. I think it's a lot better than the combat, combat, stabby, stabby. Uh, he's not, he's, he's a little too Wolverine. In, in uh, Chronicles of Riddick. A little too Conan. Although Conan's a very smart character too, I suppose. But he's he's too Wolverine in uh, in Chronicles of Riddick. This sees much more, he's, he's, he's stealthing around. He's stealthing around and because the movie starts the way it does where he's left for dead, crippled, and broken. He actually, he's very human for a character. Yeah. And you essentially see him recover from a situation where I actually, I actually did think he was going to die in this movie. I'm not going to lie. Really? I had I had moments here and there where I thought, you know, things were going to go a different way for him. They didn't, but you know. And it's just, it, you see a character more human here than I think he's been, even in, say, Pitch Black. So, enough on Riddick, because why are we talking about this guy? Just because his name is on the movie. And he's what about the other characters? Uh, I liked... Actually, I did. I didn't think I would dig. Like, I thought these characters would be throwaway. I really did. Some of them were. A few yeah. of them were. To be First fair, three in the beginning. Uh, <laughs> they, 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 this movie loves to do the fake out to you, because um, when the second set of mercenaries show up on the planet, uh, they're doing a check of this mercenary base on what's left, and they note, oh, there's like six. I want to call them bear traps, but they're the biggest traps I've ever seen. Really big bear traps. Huge bear traps. I like, almost call them like dinosaur traps. Like they got to be like what uh, when laid out, traps. probably. You might six actually feet long five feet long. I, I'm I'm not sure of this, but didn't they used to use like really large traps for elephants back in the day? I don't think they did that. No, not like this. It wouldn't be like a bear trap type. I don't know. like this. It wouldn't be an upscale bear trap. Not like this. Okay, no. be, so that's, that's kind of a stretch. 
But when the guy's doing the thing, he he radios to the. There's essentially two sets. There's the, I'm gonna call them the the, the roughnecks, the uh, the kind of this what you think of when they're you like think the of Mexican named guys. Yes, the uh, like Diaz, Santiago, and his group. The mercenaries that just go and do the job. There's they're the mercenaries, and then the second group shows up. They're kind of a militant mercenary. Yeah, they're almost basically police. Space police. Yeah, they look, I thought he had like a badge on. He did. I th- I'm pretty sure they had badges. Not that they ever really focused on it, but that's okay. No. Yeah. Because uh, jo- uh, John's in the first movie, he had one too. Okay, so maybe it was part. Maybe that's like their their company logo or something. Maybe could be. Um, but so he's got the 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 the, the Santiago guy. He's got his dudes out. He's out with his dudes when the other guy raises. Him. Oh, by the way, there's. Did you sweep this place? Because there's a bunch of bear traps missing. And we can all guess what happens here. And we can all guess what happens here, but this movie plays this out in such a way where the guy he's with, the red shirt, I, I love this scene. He bends down to pick up something. The other guy's like, don't touch it. He picks up, like, what? It's like a plate or something. And he puts it... Yeah, it's like a steel puts it, plate. And he puts it underneath his chest. He's like, up armor. Up armor. <laughs> Three steps later, ah! Yeah. <laughs> it was um, gruesome. But I was just like, this movie loved to do fake out in that second act. Santiago, he was... It was pretty funny. I kind of liked him. Like, he had a lot of character. For being a vindictive evil prick. Uh, Batista character was kind of what we thought. Well, yeah. Well, he he has this sort of turn of being this dude with who does have some morals to him. Like, when he's told to... uh, He's told at one point to shoot the... What do they call it? Dingo Dongo. The Dingo Dongo. I think he just had bad sight. I think he just... I don't know that he had bad sight because he hit the little thing on the dude's leg with no problem. Because In the dark. It was really close. Yeah, I mean, a, a three-foot shot is easier to make than... It's probably you know, needs glasses. Maybe he needs glasses, he maybe he missed. Glasses. The movie doesn't make it clear either way. No. Yeah. But uh, he's definitely... A, uh, no, he's a psycho. They're they're all psychos, really. Yeah. But he plays a, he plays a very cool psycho up until the end. Well, except for the kid. The yeah. Kid's like the, but even the kid's a little crazy, but... Well, he's just he's, religious crazy. I mean, he... Not that we have a problem with religion. I'm going to throw that out there now. But he's a... Uh, it's very strange that as... A religious person, his chosen profession would be mercenary. mercenary. He doesn't seem very good at it. No. Maybe it's like his first job. Maybe it's like his first time. Out. I like the tech guy. The yeah, guy the, with the big collar on. The guy you wouldn't expect to be the yeah. tech guy, but then he's just like, well, I could teach you, like, what was it, like thermodynamics? Something and, like that. Thermodynamics of blah, 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 blah. He was kind of fun. Thermodynamics of technology. Yes. Yeah. He was pretty fun. Um, I like the um. There's doll, the, the the token female. I should note for the some people who care, this movie's got boobs. Yeah, it's rated eighteen A or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember Riddick having boobs. I don't remember Chronicles of Riddick. Or I don't remember Pitch Black or the other two movies having boobs. No, not that I can think of. Oh, it's it's, it's okay. They're boobs, which again makes sense. He's Riddick is sort of like Conan at this point. He's got a, He had an empire in the beginning. Yeah, it shows like his harem. And he does. Yeah. Have, they're a nice harem. Like yeah, he. Oh, except that one's got like a weird piercing through its head. That's that's, that's like a Klingon like head ridge. You're just like what? A, I, that doesn't bother me because I was just like, yeah. that's, she's dead. She's dead on the inside for sure. Yeah. Mm. Ben's giving us weird looks. You guys see Chronicles of Rick just for his visuals. Yeah. I, I like the, the, the yeah the the, the Necromongers in particular have really great designs to them. Yeah. Everything Necromonger looks really crazy. Yeah. And he fights, and you know, then Vin Diesel fights, you know, Prime Minister Trudeau. So that was pretty <laughs> nuts. The guy who plays, like, the lead Necromonger, like, played uh, 
Prime Minister Trudeau in at one the, point, yeah. famously. <laughs> that's his big claim to fame. So that's that 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 kind of cool. That's pretty funny. It's a pretty cool fight scene. It is. Um, the doll, yeah, she's like the token female character. She's the sniper, which is like okay. She's the yeah. sniper. She's a hard ass. She, she's a lesbian. Well, sort of. well, she says that in the beginning, but I think she just said that to get the uh, Santiago off. Santiago, Santiago. fuck off. Because you know, yeah. Because um, he's kind of really rapey. Well, we have to be sure to hate this guy who wants to cut off the lead character's head and put it in a box. Yeah, but admittedly, they could have done it much better. I did not like the fact that they purposely threw this one female character just to kill her. Just for him to, you know, kill her. Well, he didn't, so that works out. In fact, every time they tussled, oh, no, I mean, she like, kicked the crap out of him. I thought she was being a bitch, personally. Oh, I, like, oh. not... Like he's an asshole, but she was being like a huge bitch. So I didn't. Oh, I know you're you're talking about yeah, you're talking the about first the prisoner. prisoner. Yeah, the first prisoner. I was talking yeah. about oh. doll. I'm glad they did that actually. Yeah, we really? didn't. Need, we didn't need because I didn't character. need her palling around with Riddick because Riddick has had female. Well, no, no, they, they just, I just think the they didn't need better. that scene at all. Uh, like they didn't need they to introduce her to. Yeah, yeah. they could have cut that. I, I actually think it's kind of necessary to show Riddick that these people aren't playing around and they can't be trusted. No, Riddick knows that anyway. Yeah, but they already acted like that anyways. Because Riddick knows before... Because the reason he calls her help is he sees a storm coming, and I don't know how he knows. I assume he sees it, but it's never really made clear how he knows for sure. That well, he probably the sees the creatures in the ground, and he knows. Probably. Well, the and creatures maybe the hieroglyphics, only... too. Maybe the yeah. hieroglyphics, maybe he understood and put two to two together. Yeah. Uh, but he knows... I think that was kind of this thing to show that, they, that, they, that Riddick knows for sure he can't trust these guys. He can't even strike a bargain with them because they will turn on him in a heartbeat. He tried to though. No, no, I don't. He only turned. On, he only made that deal because of the other guy. I think the scene is kind of unnecessary. I don't think it hurts the movie. It didn't need to be in there. Just I'm saying that just from length point of view. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. glad it she didn't been fucking. I did, I'm glad she wasn't there. No, admittedly, since they did him. put it in there, since they did put it in there, I'm glad. You know, she didn't survive. It sounds terrible, but you're right. I, I didn't need a. Another person palling around with him. She was probably a really cruddy bounty too, anyway. So she's probably a criminal. That could be true. Where we never know much about her, and I think it's yeah. for the best. Either way. But I did like I liked the entirety of I liked the entirety of, of both crews actually. They're and then very... Johns is the other main one. Big Johns. Big Johns. Bum bum bum. Yeah, he's a uh, he's the leader of I call the mercenary group number two. Uh, he's a really cool character as well. Especially because you know fans of the series will hear that name and they're like, "What?" Uh, but yeah, it all works together really well. Like, like I said, both crews uh, are they they actually play with each other really well. They spend more time together than Riddick does with any of them. Because yeah. basically, once Riddick gets captured by them, again spoilers, but it's in the trailer. It happens in all the movies. Yeah. It does happen in all the movies. Uh, basically, they capture him. People start dying left, right, and center. So and he's sitting there and he just starts laughing. Because you know he's 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 done this before, man. He yeah. he's seen this movie. He knows exactly yeah, what's gonna he, happen. He wouldn't have, he he put himself in that position so he could get captured because he knows what's gonna happen. Yeah. But you know, I I did like all the characters though. I don't know that they needed the uh, doll's boob shot. I don't know. That eh, was... I didn't mind it. Well, like no. it's not like they did anything really gratuitous with it. No. No, but I mean, I it... sure hope that she didn't have sex with Riddick. Like dangling off the because that that was just like <laughs> come on. I guess she's probably a psychopath. I have to assume to be a mercenary in the Riddick universe, you've kind of got to be crazy. Unless you're Johns. Unless you're one of the Johns. Big Johns. Big Johns seems like the nice one. 
But he was still kind of crazy, too. No, I, under- I understand Little John's point of view. If you've seen Chronicles of Riddick, I kind of get his point. Like, yeah. Riddick can be all high and mighty as he wants, but come on. Mm-hmm. There's a reason that John's wanted to do what he did. <laughs> I actually have an interesting question, speaking of. Uh, maybe this is foreshadowing into uh, the sequels that are supposedly going to be written. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two, like I said, because supposedly uh, Vin Diesel wants to do at least two more movies. And Ooh. the natural progression is to go back to the Necromonger stuff and maybe eventually make his way to, to Furia. That they've kind of they've kind of hinted that that's what he wants to do for reasons I'm never entirely sure. I could for. see one more movie out of this Vandy project. Yeah. May uh, one more maybe. This next. one seems too much of a rehash of Pitch Black, really. This like he wanted to make this movie for a while. I hope he wasn't thinking this was some master stroke because it was kind of. I think I guess it was like a an evolved idea of Pitch Black, but it's not as good as Pitch Black. Well, yeah, but that's that. That's the notion he wants to do with the sequel, and I think that there is there's questions to answer in a sequel. And but what happened not, to Jack? Uh, well, we know what happened to Jack. We know what happened to Jack. Hmm. I'm talking specifically about you know the uh, what 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 the the I like to see more of the Necromongers because again they're a really cool aspect of, of the series. Uh, I'd like to see more Carl Urban because Carl Urban makes everything better. Yeah, even when he's playing you know a relatively stock villain. As Vargo. Because mm. he kind of is. Va- is Va- I think it's Vaco. Vaco? Vago. I think it's Vaco. You're right. Vaco. And there's a Falco in this movie, which doesn't help it. <laughs> which just confuses yeah. everything. But the other question I want to know is... The Necromongers aren't known for posting bounties. So I, I wouldn't guess that they're the ones that suddenly want Riddick dead. Because it's very interesting. The bounty is suddenly worth double when he's dead. Is that weird to anybody else but me? Is that I something- think they just really want him dead at this point. Yeah. Like, they're just like, okay, you can bring him in, but let's just, we want this guy dead. Who's posting this bounty? Who's got money on this guy? That, that's, Someone's going to put up a bounty in this universe. I don't, yeah. That's what I don't get. No, that's the part I, that's what, that's, I think, is something they could answer. And initially, I thought that was the Necromongers, but honestly, if they wanted to kill I don't him, think any, I think it was just, I think he's just taking on so many mercenary crews, they're tired, he's bad for business. <laughs> they just like, he's just, killing just, too many of their guys. Maybe, but it, I don't think the Necromongers would put up a bounty. I don't think anyone, and I don't think anyone outside the Necromongers knew that Riddick was in charge of them. Because the Necromongers are kind of a myth slash legend in their own right. Yeah. When they go to a planet, they don't leave anything behind, so... Yeah. Except when Riddick took charge. Uh, they didn't seem to do a whole lot of pillaging that we know of, but... Yeah. To be fair, he never took his leadership very seriously. That could have been a prequel movie. They might... But I... I, I don't see them getting two movies out of this franchise. I'm just saying that's what... Unless they, it's really different. I was going to say that's what Vin Diesel wants. I could see him getting one more. Maybe mashing the two movies at the end of one, depending. Maybe. But, I, I don't know. I think a sequel could be decently warranted here. Well, he to has to go back to Necromaga so he to Fury anyway. Yeah, because there's only one person that knows, and it's Carl Urban. So, you, yay Carl Urban. Mm-hmm. We'll get yeah. to see more of him. There's like time travel, and it gets like weird. <laughs> if there's time travel, I almost quit like right there. Just like, nope. I don't need no time travel in this franchise. I not really don't. Every franchise needs time travel. Every franchise does not need time travel. Sure, just, just imagine Star Wars with time travel. No, uh. I don't want to. <laughs> like I said, the one... Okay, I'm not going to say that there's one franchise that's okay with time travel. I know Dixon doesn't like it. Don't say Turtles. Not Turtles. Fuck Turtles. Uh, Back to the Future. 
But well, they're written. No, that, that's different. That whole thing is built around time. Exactly. It's not like they just it's, used it. I'm, that's what I'm saying. They built it into it. Like, that's that's part of it. You want to move to time travel? Three ninjas. <laughs> oh. What happened to the three ninjas? They grew up. One's a coconut. Well, I didn't. We know you never grew up, Nixon. It's okay. They could do an, they could do another three ninjas movie. They could if they had kids. One of them could have like two like twins, and then it'd be it'd be like seven ninjas. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. You gotta write that script, dude. Uh, so it's I think time. it's time. I think uh, wrapping this one up, uh, we'll get into the rating. Uh, Dixon, do you want to start on this one, or should we make Ben start? We can force Ben to do whatever we want at this point. No, we can't. <laughs> Does Ben want to start? Uh, you got a number in your head, or? I have a number in my head, but. Uh, well, we. I, well, I mean, I could just start blurting things out there. I could. I could start then. I could start. We can. We can proceed like normal. Okay. Um, I went into this movie again expecting a pitch a pitch black remake with some slight nods to to Chronicles of Riddick. That's sort of what the movie is, but it's put together differently. That I expected it to, so I, I, it's good on that part. I got it, it's it's better than I expected it to be. That being said, it does have all the trappings that make the Riddick's movies uh, bad. I like the Riddick movies. I like Pitch Black. I like Dark Fury. I like Chronicles of Riddick. But I'll be the first to admit they're flawed movies. They've got some silly stuff in them. They've got some stuff that doesn't necessarily make sense. They've got some. They're silly sci-fi movies. That doesn't take away from their enjoyment, but you have to a um, you have to kind of temper it. You have to temper it a little bit, I think, uh, when it comes to your enjoyment of these movies because they are silly. And for every cool thing they do, there's at least for every two or three cool things they do, there's at least one thing that kind of holds it back. I think, yeah. especially this, especially Chronicles of, of Riddick, where uh, Riddick is basically Conan. Or Wolverine. Slash Wolverine. He's just kind of melded the two together, and when he's in the dark, just don't mess with him. Wolverine. <laughs> Wolverine, the Sumerian. Canadian. Wolman. <laughs> it's Wolman. Yeah, Wolman works better. Uh, but that being said, I did like Riddick more. I hear this movie's getting a lot of, like, eh, reactions. I can sort of see that, though. Yeah. I don't think the movie's bad, but even with the knowledge of the rest of them... I think if we're gonna if we're gonna compare it to the movies, I do think it's better than Pitch Black. I don't think it's better than Chronicles of Riddick, but I think that movie's really good. Again, for being a bad movie, it's weird because it's it's hard to narrow down. I like it, but I admit it's flawed. So for Riddick, hmm. so this is the hard part. I, how would I rate it? I'm not using halves. I don't do that. Well, not... obviously you're going to recommend it, so it's going to be a five or higher. I am going to recommend it if you're a Riddick fan, if you've seen the other movies and you like them. Bum, bum, bum. If you haven't, however, it's I don't know that I would bother. It's kind of like you've got to be a fan, which means you're probably seeing it already at some point. I don't know. But that notion, I've I got to say it is it is a five. It's I enjoyed it, but it's it's one of those movies that I think it's it's silly enjoyment. It's got some cool stuff to it. Like Riddick's a badass. He's almost a comic. Like he's almost too much of a badass. But I, I like the movie. I recommend it. But it's really nothing special. I'd have to give it a five. Okay, that's honest. Well, yeah. we're always honest. We never we don't sugarcoat things. We never lie yeah. or sugarcoat stuff, except Ben. 
I'm interested in hearing what Ben has to say because Ben hasn't seen the other two. I've seen the first one. Forgot okay. like ninety percent of it though. Well, that's fine. That's kind of, I'm in a very similar boat to that. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see the second one. I've. That's a shame. Yeah. I gotta say that's really a, that's really a shame. Continue, that's guys. Keep comparing it. It's like. That's my line. I if, uh, I, if I, I would definitely say check it out somehow. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix. If you have that, no, I don't have Netflix. You can download it. Yeah. Yeah. Find it some other way and enjoy it. Yeah, I could probably find it either 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 way. I think we both yeah. have it like differently. <laughs> Do you, you have the Blu-ray collection, don't yeah. you, Ben or Dixon? Yeah, I have the VH the uh, not the VHS collection. That'd be something. The laser disc for the DVD collection. <laughs> the Betamax. Oh. I got a real reel. <laughs> I got the film reel. Oh, that would be that would be cool to have a film reel, but I don't think they actually do film reels anymore. Probably not. But anyway, you're right. Yeah. You um, track. All in all, you know, it it was what I expected, and I'll admit that they did a lot of like shining bright things in your face. That kind of got a little annoying. Yeah. And, but you know, they only had three creatures in there. They looked pretty good on average. Uh, there's nothing absolutely terrible about them. Uh, the land design, it was barren kind of apocalypse. It, 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 it looked what it did. Well, scrub. I'll, I'll explain this to you. I don't know if it's just the planets they go to, but throughout, I think all the planets that the Riddick universe has taken us to, they're all kind of shitholes, and only one of them has people on it. And that's <laughs> New Mecca. And even New Mecca doesn't seem like a terribly nice place to live. I, I think most plants would be kind of shitholes. They're not going to be that habitable necessarily. No. I mean, they're not going to have. Not comfortably. You know, they're not going to have darkness raping monsters, but I don't think even New Mecca was a terribly nice place. And you know, the Necromonger showed up and they tend to destroy everything. So. Yeah. They probably have the right idea. These plants are all horrible. Let's nuke them. <laughs> Let's Burn just them. clean them up so people don't think about coming back. Glass them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the vehicles are neat. Like the uh, the two ships, the, the hover the, bikes, the hover bikes were very almost Mad Max almost. They very classic sci-fi look to them. Yes, yeah, well, it's like piping and very they bulky, look silly from the front. Riveted oh my steel god, they, this looked like boxes. Yeah, they, they, they had a lot of like turbines and fans. Yeah. They were ridiculous, but you know what? I I do kind of like them. If there was such thing, I would wear. I would drive one. I, I know you. <laughs> Uh, the characters are all fun and all that, but uh, as a rating, you know, he says he wouldn't recommend it to someone that's never watched it, any of the previous. I've, I'll just say I technically never watched them, but, uh, you, you know. Could, you could argue that, really, considering you've yeah. seen the one, and you forgot most of it. Yeah, I forgot most of it. But, I will agree with you, Tyler, it is a 5 out of 10, but you know what, it depends on what people like. You don't necessarily have to watch the past ones. It'll help quite a bit, as I've noticed, <laughs> apparently. But, you know what? You can still enjoy this if you just want to see, you know, kind of a dark, sneaky. If you want to see know. a decent sci-fi movie. Yeah, more or less, yeah. That, that's that's pretty much how I recommend it. And it's not like. a sci-fi movie like Elysium, though. It's This is... No, that's this why is... I said it was kind of like a dark, sneaky kind of this, it's a different kind of sci-fi survival this, this is not as high concept no but no. there's it, it's 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 low, it's low concept sci-fi it's a franchise yeah yeah this is McDonald's mm. I don't know if it's well nah. yeah okay I no, if it's not that. McDonald's it's Wendy's 
Maybe Burger King. <laughs> like you could no, say Star Trek or Star Wars is McDonald's and Burger King. This is like maybe it's for a local color reference. Maybe it's Dolly Burger. <laughs> this is two. Fair enough. So we got two yeah. fives. Dixon. Any final words, Ben? Or no? That's no. I think I'll end it there. I'll let you make your words. Yeah, very similar sentiments, uh, Tyler. Uh, I kind of figured this was going to be a rehash of uh, Pitch Black. It did play out differently. played out very differently. Um, it does feel like kind of a mix of the two. I mean, if you're a fan of Pitch Black, then you're going to be like, oh, this is kind of more the same, and you might like it. If you're a fan of Chronicles of Riddick, it's not like Chronicles of Riddick. So... It has moments that are similar, I think, but I could see that. I really like Chronicles of Riddick. I really like the aesthetic. This movie doesn't have any of the aesthetics of Chronicles of Riddick, so that that's a loss for me. It's it's a lack of necromancy. Um, it has a lot of the classic <laughs> tropes of Riddick movies that sometimes make them silly. Like at one point, the one character goes, "Well, he's no Zulu warlock," and they, they make a point. There's like this guy is not he's, he's a not legend. magic. And he, but no. he does like ridiculous things He's, that yeah. don't make sense sometimes. And there's like there's a couple instances of like really weird like wire foo. Like, he's obviously getting on wires. Yeah, like, like for no he, reason. Like, like he the jumps and then stuff. for some reason he kind of he's bends like, up. He's, he goes like full wingsuit mode. Yeah. Like, he's just he's just like sprawling out in the like the air and it's really and he somehow still like climbs up weirdly. There's a lot of that in Chronicles of Riddick. There's way more of that. So. Yeah. I don't mind toning that back, but it was still in there. It was very odd. Maybe yeah. because there was less of it, it stood out more. Maybe. But there's a lot of it in Chronicles of Riddick, because there's a lot more fight scenes. Um, I really like the survival stuff. At the beginning, it was I enjoyed nice. it. I think this movie could have been shorter. This is like almost two hours. Yeah, it's pretty This close. movie doesn't yeah. need to be two hours. No. Um, it replicates Pitch Black a lot more... The Chronicles, like it even has a holy man, a female surviving. The only, you know, like like spoilers, like that, like that's very similar, if you think about it. She doesn't survive Pitch Black. Yes, yeah, she does. A female survives Pitch Black. Okay. And uh, I was thinking a holy that... man survives Pitch Black. Fine. So, um. Well, this is very odd, but I'm going to have to give the same rating as you guys. I'm going to have to give it a 5 out of 10. I'll, I'll recommend it. If you've never seen the, the series, I still think it's worth watching. If you have, yeah, sure, for your own curiosity. I think I, I, I'll i pick it up because I have the Blu-ray collection, so I got I have to pick it up now for completion's sake. I know, right? <laughs> it's not like Harry Potter. I can only on the, if I own the last movie, I'll be probably happy. Ain't that a bitch? Maybe the first one, too. Because um, you think it's like, oh, they've got the collection here, it's nice and done. You release a new one? Damn it. <laughs> That's why the collection is always in a really cheap cardboard box, because it's not worth what it's printed on. <laughs> like, my brother has a Christopher Nolan collection and has, like, uh, Inception, the first two Batman movies, and something else. And it's just like, there's been a couple more. <laughs> Damn it. There's been at least one more. <laughs> um, I really hope this isn't the end of the series, because that would be really weird. But I don't think it's worth Vin Diesel risking his house again. I don't need to see, like... Well, I think with renewed interest... This, I don't think this movie was worth a like, risk. I hope he makes money on it. I don't think he's losing his house, if that's what you're asking. No, he's got tons of money. Well, But this is a vanity project. 
Yeah. I think I at, this, at this point. Especially considering he was so heavily involved in making sure that it came back to life. Uh, well, I, the first one's called Pitch Black. Then it's Chronicles Riddick. This one's just Riddick. Yeah. It's um, actually going to be called Re. Maybe, maybe Dick. Dick. <laughs> but uh, 5 out of 10, I'll recommend it. But uh, would I watch it again? Uh, probably. No, I wouldn't watch it again, really. No. I'm not, not, not interested. Not even the cheap seats? Well, oh, oh, well, definitely not the cheap seats. Uh, if it was on TV, that was the beginning. Well, this is kind of fun. I, I'd own it. I might. And some of the, I like the bits with Santiago and some of the other, like some of the interactions with those guys. That was fun. Yes, they were. It was. Uh, I, I, I'd seen this again. I think it's. I'll buy it out of a need to complete. <laughs> and then you'll buy the sequel, just because it has more color. I, I really hope there's a sequel because this really. It's a weird place. It to doesn't sequel bait, but it definitely like the first five minutes sequel baits the movie. Oh yeah, yeah. this is like um. We have a plot here that's, again, where I hope the movie is going, but oh well. So five is across the board. I think this one... This, I don't this want is to the first time. I think this is the first time that we've all collectively shared the same rating. I'm glad yeah. it wasn't a bad movie. I gotta say, like, we, we, we've we avoided bad movies this summer to the extent the ones it's, I thought were bad were, like... Okay. They weren't terrible. I, saw th- I, I can think of three that I gave, like, less... I did not recommend... That movie we don't talk about. World's End. Wolverine. And yeah, okay, Wolverine. Right. I actually don't even remember what we did for Wolverine. We never did get that flowchart made. Yeah, we're gonna like, compare. Um, well, so this is kind of the last. I mean, I'd say this is like the last big movie that I can think of for the summer. This is it. I think this is it's a safe yeah. place to wrap the summer up. Uh, I think at this point we're gonna be switching to our backup plan. We'll still see some, I think, new movies in theaters, but we've seen, I think, everything. The sporadic releases will sporadically be doing, like, casts. You know, really. That's what it is. It is. If nothing comes out until, let's say, October has... Thor, I think. No, that's November. October has Old Boy, I think Bad Grandpa? I don't need to see Bad Grandpa. Oh, no. I'll see Bad Grandpa. Okay, it has Old Boy. We'll probably see, maybe we'll see Old Boy. But I, I think, think the, the point, old boy. I think the point more is that we'll have to a uh, initiate plan B filler, our, our our backup plan, where we watch not new movies and do podcasts on those, and see yeah. how that goes. Test the waters there. I can think of one movie we have to do, but that's we'll get to that when we get there. There's a couple mm-hmm. movies we gotta do. There is a few we have to do. A lot of movies we gotta do. Uh, but at that point, we will get to that. Uh, this is the. Uh, Yeah, so this is the three guys signing out. Um, Say goodnight, guys. Later. Good night.